Hello, this is Pastor Nathaniel, and you're listening to the Edda Talk for the Eddie Walk Podcast. Here you'll find messages meant to edify and encourage God's people in the maturity, purity, and unity that comes from following Christ. From devotional thoughts to sermons from our Sunday morning services, my prayer is that the time you spend listening to this podcast will help you grow closer to our Lord and also lead you to loving others like He loves us. Let's get right to it. Hope, peace, and joy. This really is the most wonderful time of the year, isn't it? Just for next week, we have a Keurig in the foyer. If you need coffee, I thought I'd at least get an amen from Matt. (laughs) Hope, peace, and joy. It's the most wonderful time of the year, isn't it? The coffee's good. We are saying amen to the hope, peace, and joy. Just want to make sure you know where to get it to be awake next week. You got it. How about I read a little bit of the Christmas story to you? You don't have to turn. You can just listen. I'm going to have you follow along to Isaiah in a minute. But in Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 10, we read this. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said, Do not be afraid. I will bring you, or I do bring you, Good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Good news of great joy for all the people. Joy that was prophesied. 700 years before Jesus was born and laid in a manger. Isaiah chapter 9. And if you're able, would you stand? Stand in reverence as we read God's word together. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will honor Galilee of the Gentiles by the way of the sea along the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation 
and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as men rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Midian's defeat, it's making reference to Judges chapter 6 where Gideon took 300. And you better fact check. I'm pretty sure I'm right, but now go read Judges. Gideon, the Lord gave him 300 to defeat thousands of Midianites and bring freedom to God's people. Verse 5. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for the burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing it and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord will accomplish this. Thank you, Lord for your word and thank you Jesus for the new life we have in you thank you for the joy we can only find in you joy that lasts as we stay connected to you as we remember all the hope and peace and love we have in you and Lord thank you for the joy we have and the victory, Jesus, that you brought us. And the victory that we share in. Lord, we praise you this morning for who you are. And I pray these things in your precious and victorious name, Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. We talked about bullies last week. When I was in the sixth grade and, and I was worried about kids picking on me, I saw Mrs. Dean. Mrs. Dean was the counselor. And Mrs. Dean, she knew me pretty well. She knew that I liked the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And she said, Nathaniel, when people say things that are not nice to you or say things that you don't like, pretend, in your, pretend that you're a turtle and just duck in your shell. <laughs> Let all that stuff just bounce right off your shell. 
It doesn't mean anything. Don't let it get to you. That's what a good counselor does, huh? Good counselor guides. Maybe that's why she was called a guidance counselor. And gives advice. And you know, as believers, we're grateful for Jesus and the Holy Spirit and Holy Spirit and the guidance and the counsel we get from the Lord. We read about it in Psalm number 16, verses 7 through 11. Psalm 16, 7, 11. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. And I'm going to say this over and over again until we all get it. If you look in your Bible there, every time you see capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, it's not like that on the screen, but it's like that in your Bible. That's the Lord in all His fullness. That's how the Trinity appeared in the Old Testament. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Who does the psalmist go to? I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I don't know if you've figured this out. Sometimes my worries keep me up at night, but other times I get ideas and comfort from the Holy Spirit at night. FYI, oftentimes ideas for Bible study on Wednesday night or a Sunday message will come to me when I'm trying to sleep. Right at bedtime or in the middle of the night. Because that's how the Lord instructs us. Maybe that's when we finally give Him the attention. Verse 8. I have set the Lord always before me. Because He is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. Do you hear the joy? My body will also rest secure. Because prophecy of Jesus alert. Prophecy of Jesus alert. Because you will not abandon me to the grave. That's the good news for us. He will not abandon us to the grave. There's victory in Jesus because. Verse 10. You will not abandon me to the grave nor Will you let your Holy One see decay? You've made known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. With eternal pleasures at your right hand. There's joy with Jesus. There's joy in the victory He brings us. Maybe you've seen your favorite football team rush the field along with all their fans from the the stadium when they get a big victory. In 1988, my fifth grade math teacher broke his leg because he was hanging on the goalpost when it fell. (laughs) After West Virginia went undefeated in football. 
There's joy in victory, isn't there? Especially victory over an enemy. I'm sorry if you're from Warsaw. Please don't be offended by this. But I discovered quickly in modified basketball, Warsaw is our enemy. Rowan is in seventh grade, and she plays modified basketball. And we learned, man, that Warsaw team is rough. After the first game, Rowan came home with a a floor burn on her shoulder. How do you get a floor burn on your shoulder? They were knocking us down, being rough. So I came prepared this past Monday night. I wore my Hulk mask. Rowan and Reagan were embarrassed. Said that suits Dad's demeanor right now. I never knew, but hey, if you play modified basketball. Stiff arms are legal. It is rough. They never call fouls. I kept doing this. And if you're listening to the podcast, I'm making the motion to teach the referees how to make the signal for the foul. When they finally got it right, I said, finally, forgetting I have a voice now. But I wasn't alone because when they called another foul, Grandma, my mother-in-law, said, finally. (laughs) And I have to brag a little. Because this story shouldn't be about me or Judy. It's about great victory. That's right, we won. (laughs) Nine of the 14 girls were quarantined because of covid They only played with five. All the more reason the referees need to call fouls. Somebody could get really hurt. We let them know. Rowan scored 12 of the 35 points. She's not in here. She's in play practice. After that floor burn on the shoulder last game. We had a great victory. And we won both games for the record. (laughs) I don't know if you noticed, we read about great victory in Isaiah chapter 9. Verse 3 says this, You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest. I had two turkey legs on Thanksgiving. Harvest, I'm still rejoicing. (laughs) We rejoice at the harvest, don't we? As men rejoice dividing the plunder. Now... You and I, kind of normal people who aren't involved in warfare, don't understand that very much. But, man, back in the day, especially Isaiah's day, when an army was victorious and they could take whatever weapons, whatever money, whatever resources they could find from the enemy, that's great 
victory, great reason to rejoice. Verse 4 of Isaiah 9 says this, For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered. What does it mean to shatter? To completely bust apart. Shatter. There's nothing good left of anything. It's shattered. It's gone. No chance in piecing it back together. If you want to, it's kind of foolish. You have shattered the yoke that burdens them. A yoke is a bar that go across the shoulders of someone who might have to pull something really heavy. You know, sin burdens us. The bar across their shoulders. The rod of the oppressor. Sin beats us up. But guess what? We have great joy because we have great victory. There's victory in Jesus. I wish I could sing it for you. It might get stuck in your head. Our Savior forever. He sought us and He bought us. When I was a kid, I thought He roughed us up into heaven. He socked us and He bumped us. <laughs> he doesn't do that. Our guilty conscience might do that. Conviction might do that. But the conviction's a good thing because it leads to confession and repentance of our sins. So we don't have that burden Because there's victory in Jesus. Sin is defeated. Not only that, death is defeated. We read about that in Psalm number 16. We don't have to see decay. Jesus didn't see decay. His grave is empty. The only one in history who can say that. Because up from the grave He arose and He ascended into heaven... No one else can say they rose from their grave like Jesus did. And we share in this victory over death through faith in Him. That's good news, isn't it? Good news of great joy. I want to read to you Isaiah 35. I'm going to read you the whole chapter. I don't say that to scare you. It's only ten verses long. (laughs) Isaiah 35. The desert and the parched land will be glad. The wilderness will rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it will burst into bloom. It will rejoice greatly and shout for joy. The glory of Lebanon will be given it, the splendor of Carmel and Sharon. They will see the glory of the Lord, the splendor of our God. Strengthen the feeble hands. Steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, You have a fearful heart today? Maybe this was for you. Be strong. 
and do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance. With divine retribution, He will come to save you. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened. Prophecy of Jesus alert. He did all these things we're about to read about. The eyes of the blind will be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame will leap like a deer and the mute tongue will shout for joy. Water will gush gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand will become a pool. You ever walk across the hot sand at the beach? I did that back in August. My feet still hurt. Verse 7, the burning sand will become a pool. God does things only God can do. The thirsty ground bubbling springs. In the haunts where the jackals once lay, grass and reeds and papyrus will grow. And a highway will be there. It will be called the way of holiness. The only other time I can think in the Bible where way is capitalized is John 14, verse 6, where it says, well, this is Jesus talking. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Here we see it. Isaiah 35, 10, 8. And a highway will be there. It will be called the way of holiness. The unclean will not journey on it. It will be for those who walk in the way. Wicked fools will not go about on it. No lion will be there, nor will any ferocious beast get up on it. They will not be found there. But only the redeemed will walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord will return. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them and sorrow and sighing will flee away. May joy and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and our Lord Jesus Christ. May that joy overwhelm and overtake you this season and always. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast is helpful to you, please rate us on iTunes or like our page, Springwater Church the Nazarene on Facebook. Have a great day and Lord bless.